Hemshechaim Beis, Volume 1. We're in the middle of Chapter 109, page 212. This is a very dense chapter with a lot of sources. So, to sum up, we're talking about the Pasha of Yaakov and Lovan and the Pasha of Yetze. Already in the Mimer of Yishlach, but he's continuing the discussion. And the context, because remember this in a way, you could think it almost as a, being like a Mimer Amuzgar, a tangent. The whole thing began a discussion of Sfira from the word Behirus. I've been struggling for translating Behirus because I'm trying to find the translation to put online. I didn't even put it up because I came from Behirus. So I think I came to it. I found that some Tzaddik translates Behirus in Yiddish. He says, Kristal. Or diamond, he says. So in English, there's a word called crystalline. Crystalline is a very appropriate word for behirus here. I went through, because behirus means clarity, behirus means illumination, luminescence, transparency. That's all these correct. But uh, I think crystalline is the right word for it. So no one's ever used that. How do you translate Behirus. How do they translate because the key thing was, was he's talking about the third interpretation sapphire. the third interpretation that's a sapphire this is sapphire. the third interpretation of Shfira the first was number the second was narrative Misper Sipur and now Evan Sapir Sapir which means uh, that luminescence it's really transparent that's what he wants to say that the Kalim now in number the focus is on the quantity your number the number it's more the, the certain tangible element to that in the story, yes, we get a deeper story, and even the story of Bligvul, but it's still a story. And as we said, the story doesn't yet tell you the the core of it. Still, you're telling a story. So the storyteller is, like I mentioned, that you can tell a story in half an hour that of something that took 80 years, or five years, or whatever. And here comes Sapir with his Sphiris reveal, the real nature of Elokus, the real nature. They're like transparent. So he gave the example in the beginning of chapter 104, of a, wet, a window, a clear window. And uh, so that's why the word luminescent is not really appropriate because luminescent means something that's glowing. Like Evan Sapir has an Evan Toiv that it's a glowing. And the point here is not that the Kali is glowing, that the Kali is actually transparent and letting the glow from the light go through it. That's why, uh, you know, so, it's, 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 so to say illuminating or luminescent is not really an accurate word. Even though you say Evan Sapir, you could say, okay, a sapphire glows. But it's more than that. We're talking here more like a, that it's allowing the light to come through it. So there's the trans. So, so there's a translucence. But translucence is the problem with that. It's not transparent. Translucence right. is letting light through, but it's distorted. I actually did a whole study. You could do an unbelievable, fascinating parallel. You hear, Leza? Between look up transparent translucence in chemistry, in politics, in economics. These words are used. You can have all the levels of Eidos, Kalim, Parsim, Mosach. They all exist in the modalities that are used today in, in the secular world, the scientific world. So basically the point here is a kalim, he wanted to point out a kalim are here, that the kalim of the Eidus, they are, as he said, So to explain this, he said that the Levushim do conceal. So he basically discussed two types of garments. One is like the body, that's a garment to the soul. So on one hand it's a garment, on the other hand, however, it's attached and reveals the soul. Then there's garments, like the clothing we wear, on top of our bodies, that's already a garment that's more of a concealer than a revealer. So you have three levels. You have the soul, you have the body, you have the 
garments on top of the body. Then the same thing with the soul. You have the soul, you have the faculties of the soul, and then you have the garments, Machshava Dibra the expression of those faculties. So we discussed this. This was earlier. The end of that discussion, he went back now to understand the story of Lovan and Yaakov. Why am I saying it? Because it's important to be grounded here. Yaakov, Lovan, their encounter is basically an encounter of Kalim and Levushim. That in a healthy structure of how God created the world, everything is structured with, obviously, containers and garments. That's how the flow, that's how things flow. Like you said, then Malchus and the containers allow the flow to come through, but then you need Levushim. You need to have, for example, shoes. When you walk on the ground, we live in a, in, a, in a physical world, even though the leg is not the soul, the physical leg, but it's still too sensitive, so you need to have garments, one more layer. And the same thing in transmission. When you transmit an idea to a student, yes, you need to have kalim, those are the words, Asius, but then you need examples, because the student is not yet in that, in that paradigm. So, you need, so basically, all transmission is an energy, container, and garments. So every, that's normal. That's the normal flow of all of the structure of existence, fine. The problem becomes now when something is out of balance. So basically, Yankiv, Yaakov's job was to, is to keep this flow going and make the flow intense. That's why Yaakov, what does he do? He works with Tsein Lovan. Tsein, sheep, is the word Yitzir. He's bringing out from Lovan, Levan Elian, the source of the energy, is coming out of the sheep. Akudim, Nukudim, Rudim, is Briya, Yitzir, Nasiya. Haklolim. So that's the cosmic order. Basically, Yaakov Atzilus is drawing down the energies into Briya the big picture of things. Fine, good. To do so, as we said, he needs to bring in energy that's more than just the regular energy, because the regular energy that creates existence is not enough to really elevate existence. So he brings also an, an extra amount of energy. This was all discussed in the previous... I'm just summing it up. In the previous Maimon. So, like he said, he brings all the Giluim, but he also brings them into Kalim. He brings them into the containers and also through Levushim. Yaakov is the, is the ultimate transmitter of everything, including including Levushim. But now comes Lavan. Lavan is the. So, the Levana Elian, he explained, Levana Elian is the, is the higher supernal type of. Uh, it's basically the level before Atzillus. Uh, you know, we talked which level exactly it is. Anything, when you say Kesar of Atzillus, you're talking really, usually it means everything before Atzillus. It's a very all-encompassing word. But bottom line, it's higher than Atzillus. You break it down, you could say Levin Elian is, is higher than Akudim, because obviously Akudim, Akudim, Brudim are the chain love on. But the bottom line is, the higher interpretation of Levin Elian is the Parsa, is a healthy Levush. What Levush and garment is that? That's the garment, in order to bring from Kesar, into Atzillus, so Kesar, it's more like he said, Eirein Sof. You need to have, not just a Keli, you need to have also a Pasa. What's the Pasa's role? So he said the Pasa's role is like a, like a riddle. But here it's like engraved letters. So letters and words, remember, are containers. Examples and riddles and metaphors are Levushim. But, you need, but there's a Levush that's connected. That's a much healthier Levush, a, a, a pure Levush. Because it's containers, like you see, it's, it's, it's letters, but they're, but they're scrambled. So that's the Pasha. So they're disorganized, but they're like kike. They're engraved, so they're still made of the same substance called Elikus. So now we have Atzillus. That's fine. The second Lovan, meaning the Lovan as he is below, as he's nishtalshla, as he evolves below, is the Pasha between Atzillus and Biyah. And in a healthy sense... That's a normal pass also. Malchus 
has to have garment. The garment is called the nal, chashmal, as he called it, or sandal, the different terms. So this is the garment that allows malchus, the containers of malchus, as I said, are still too high. So they need the garment to be able to go into biyah. Biyah, think of biyah as the ground. And the, and the nal, the mayof of pamayach, and nalayach, there is um, the shoes that are separated between malchus. So that's a parasha. But now, here's the thing. Love on seeing what Yaakov is up to, and he saw now what Yaakov achieved for 20 years, is threatened. He says, Yida, he's afraid, he's frightened. Because Yaakov has this power to transform the whole biyat, which basically takes away all of love and his purpose. Who he sees represents his ego. And he doesn't want to have this bitl. Leave me alone. So you don't come here, don't go, go, go here. So what he does is, doesn't just create a matseva. Yaakov creates a matseva. Matseva is a healthy thing. That's what we're learning now. We'll soon get to the matseva. Lovon creates a skull. A gal to block out this energy. To block out the flow from Atsilis into Biyah. And also to not allow Biyah to go back to Atsilis through Tshuva and through the Mamat Lamat. And he said the impact of Lovon basically was that there should be no Hisedus of Baal Tshuva. He says those words. That Lovon wanted no awakenings. He didn't want anyone to become inspired. Whoever is in the holy world stays in the holy world. Whoever is not is stuck. So now, that's that was chapter one, uh, 108. And 109, what we're learning now, is a discussion what exactly is what Yaakov did with the Matseva. Before we go... So what, what, so what is he saying? So basically, he made a Matseva not a gal. Because Yaakov is Kedusha. He wants to bring holiness into the world. That also needs to be transmitted level by level by level. So what does Yaakov do? Yaakov takes a stone. The stone is representative of Malchus as an Akuda. So think of it as the material world before it's uh, realized. You know, the raw matter. Heaven is raw matter. Or in, this, in the levels of Atsilis, it's Malchus of Atsilis without uh, just a Nakuda. And he wants to make the Nakuda, he wants to start filling it up with divine energy, basically. The first thing you do is make a matzeva. This is making it into a partsuf. That's the word. You make a nakuda into a partsuf. What does it mean in simple terms? Think of it like a, 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 a student who's just coming for the first time to learn by his teacher. So all he is is a nakuda. He's, un, he's undeveloped. He has no revelation. He's a, oh, he's a receptive container. Malchus. Nakuda. So there's bitl. There's receptivity. Now you have to fill him with something. So Yaakov takes the evan and turns it into matzeva. That means Malchus is trying to get, get a gilir, a revelation. Or like a new moon that is now starting to grow. Now, the, the, the big discussion at the beginning of the chapter that we had learned already was that even though this now, the, the, he says, Keser Malchus is the Nakuda. So Keser Malchus is the beginning point of Malchus, it's just Keser Malchus. Then you have to make it into a Matseva. Ah, so Matseva in a way is like a parser between Keser in Malchus itself in the lower levels, just for the record. In now, Malchus. in Malchus, Keser Malchus. Now, to bring Chochma, Bina, and so on into Malchus, you bring it down. But to bring it down, you got to go up. So you have to dig deeper. That's what he says. Because, of course, to have this Gilead, yeah. That's what he said with Shechid To raise something higher, you need more energy. That's not what he says here. That's different, my mother. That's not what I would say here. That's not what he's saying here. Not to raise it higher. Not because they're raising it higher. He wants to pick it up to go higher to a... I mean, I, I, I maybe you misunderstood what you said. Sometimes it says, whatever falls lower, you have to pick up higher. This is not lower. This is more that in order to bring in energy in a place that is just an akuda, that's bitl. 
you need to have a more power. Not so much the lower. That's not, I wouldn't focus on the word lower because really, actually, Kesemachos is higher. But, um, oh, you mean to say lower as in revealing it to lower levels. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Good. Uh, so basically, it's only showing Yud It's only a Yud and a Kudam. And it's busy then, I did the Torah Lemivla, meaning the student is then in a state of complete receptivity. When you're busy absorbing, you can't be busy transmitting. Okay. Yeah. So then, in order to bring it out to be revealed, you need to have a revelation. And he brought a few. He brought the Beurezer Bolak, is what I just said, Shkhirani. That's Shkhirani, okay, that is dark. And then I got. Then he brings the Zayar that we said from Vayakel. What did he say? The high Ruche, Iyus Pastusa, the high Nukud, the Shazel Dafke. That in order to have the, tra- the, ex- the expansion of that Nakuda of Malchus, you need to have an addition of Katishin or Berchon Mila'ela. More holiness and, and transmissions and blessings from above. Okay. And that's what we have on Shabbos. On Shabbos, you have that type of more transmissions that comes without the hefsik of the Parsa. The Parsa is somewhat pierced. So you have additional flow. That's what he says here. Right. So it's only passing through the parsa, through the curtain, and not in a manifest way. That's on Shabbos. And the regular day, regular weekday, it still goes through the parsa. So this is what Yaakov is doing. He's bringing to Malchus more revelation. That means he's bringing levels that are higher than the parsa. And that is, uh, that is the process of the expansion, the kima of Malchus, as I said, the raising, the uplifting of Malchus. Okay. This is only on Shabbos? On Shabbos more than always. I'm just doing a summary here. So then he goes on to explain that the root of Malchus is in Radla, which is the highest level. And that's why it's only in Akudah, because Radla is higher than expansion. It's beyond knowledge. So therefore it manifests in an Akudah, which is also without any Giluim, without any manifestation, as I explained. But in order for this to come, you need to get something higher. And he said that you could say that in Radla itself, there's two levels. One is Chitzenius, the outer, and one is the inner. So Malchus itself, the Nekud, the, the, the Even, the stone, is from the Chitzenius of Radla, from a lower level. And in order to bring into Malchus the expanding of it, turning it into Matsevin, to a marker, you need the Pneumius. And then, the final thing that we had learned, which I'm leading into where we're up to, is from the Zayar. This is from the Tzemach Sadek, explains the Zayar. He says, I Let me just tell you what it says there. The Zayar asked the question. I'm not going to review the Eitz Chaim. I did that already. The whole Eitz Chaim that, uh, that it comes from a higher place in order to have the ten sphere. But the Zayar says a similar thing. How do you get the ten spheres? He says, She says, in order to fulfill Malchus, that it should get, it should come revealed, you need to have the Yehudim, the work that's done in the higher spheres, and that creates new energy that lifts Malchus up. And in other places it says, this comes from Shlemus Atzmus, that the divine, the God, the essence of, the, the core of the divine, has all, it encompasses everything, that gives the power 
to give into Malchus all its energy and not just remain a just a spark or a point. And he gave the example. This example is from Eir Atena. So that's what we learned last. Let me review the example. Like he said, like a king, in the day of this child's marriage, he's in great joy. And because of his great joy, out of him comes a surge, an abundance, a flow of, of, uh, of all his faculties. And everybody is equal. The Ikra Gilis Mizgali, he reveals himself to everyone, cotton cuddle from small to great, and even to people who are inferior in nature, who don't even appreciate the king. And how does he how does he reveal himself to them? By speaking. He tells stories, he shares, he's in this expansive mode. And in this, what he shares is a very deep thing, but they only understand the external of it, but nevertheless, he shares. So he says, that's where we, we ended. I'll just read from there, from here. Move him is a based volume. From this example, you know, I'll read the whole example again. I'm reading from the fourth line at the top. Umavur sham, sham is eratera tetzava. You want to know exactly. Omid alef tofre Okay, page 1611. So what does he say? He gives an example. Example for what? We're looking for an example that you reach deeper in in order to bring a revelation even to the outer levels you need to reach you reach deeper in. Right. Okay. She says like this, here's the marshal. Mavur marshal, 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 al zeh, kamei amel, kasher, b'nsim, chagdele, b'chasun, king, who's a great joy, great exuberation, great delight at the wedding of his son, a similar, and kudema, so similar, hini, oz, bo, b'nafshe, ira, gili, b'tesus, meru, b'meid. Then his nefesh, in his spirit, comes a type of surge. Come to his nefesh, a type, ir, v'gili, b'tesus, meru, b'meid. A very intense, Increasingly powerful revelation and 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 uh, light. Till all his faculties, to the extent that all his faculties just come pouring out, are all very openly revealed. Something that usually are concealed. They are concealed. And the primary place they reveal themselves is when he reveals himself to all cotton kagadl from small to great to young to old, or from small to great. Even to people who are inferior relatively. Who don't at all understand the greatness of the king and his wisdom. And how does he reveal himself to them? He reveals himself by telling many stories and speaking much according to their level. And in these words is concealed is manifest and clothed many great exalted ideas. And even though they don't understand it because of the being enclosed and being concealed, nevertheless it comes out in Dibur and they do hear the words. It's not completely, uh, they hear the words. And we understand from this two things. The first thing, that because of the abundant and the increasing energy, 
it comes into a revelation that's more than regular, more than the measured regular. For Eid Yuvan, the second thing we learn, that this abundant, overabundant energy that's more than the regular flow, it cannot be revealed in an in, in, intimate, internal way. Only through speaking. Which is only a In other words, it's not that he can reveal his depth of his wisdom that they'll get it. He does it in a very through stories, through speaking. So you know two things: that it's a very high energy, and that energy, that flow, expresses itself in a very external way. What does Gilead mean? Just more than usual? Yeah. And he adds in the parentheses, and in this. In this chitseni, even though it's chitseni, there in Dafke here you have the exalted ideas from Bibchinsaprimis from the inner dimension, Shalamalama Giliasechel. Higher than Giliasechel. So on one hand, it's expressing itself in external, but also he's like adding a point that it's something Yesumadai, but even in the external you have something that you don't have if he was, let's say, teaching. Because teaching they would they, they would have to would have to be somewhat limited in its uh, in its flow. But why? Let's understand this why. Because, in other words, because of its high, heightened level, it can only express itself in Dibur. The parentheses... Why can't you express itself in, in, uh, in a more pneumistic way? There's a... For Eid Yuvan, one second. For Eid Yuvan... Shagili Yesu Medaya Nasim is a Yerusha Shia because his gals of pneumistic because of Dibur? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Why what? Why is it so? Why is what so? To express a higher thing has to be expressed darker in a different Well, but the simple reason is because you're dealing here, if he was dealing, if he was only dealing with his best students and the greatest minds in his, in his kingdom, then he could explain it to them and so on. You're dealing with people who do not, will not understand. But yet, they do get something that spills over, so to speak. Let's put this in. When the king is regular without a simcha, then generally he's just in his own inner chamber. He has his ministers, he has, let's say, his students that he explains things to. Fine, great. When he's besimcha gdela, he can't, it's not suddenly that, that everybody's suddenly now equal. You're really equal. They're not. He is just now in a state of overflowing... So he's just revealing. So the most he could do is, is tell, tell stories. Within it is all the depth. They'll get what they get. But they, but, but it, so you have both things. It's an abundant thing, but it's expressed like that. No, because he doesn't have the power to actually transform the Pchusei Erech to suddenly become uh, uh, great scholars. But don't we say that when something is too great to be revealed... It often can't be done with words. It has to be done with an embrace and dancing. That the words aren't are, aren't aren't. I I, th- I think it's the same thing. I think he's yeah. saying the same. Relatively speaking, you're right. There's some things the words would be through embrace and dancing with them, but in but in yeah, but 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 in speaking itself, stories the way he speaks, the fierach seichel is similar. That's all he's saying. It's correct, but it's not only embrace. He could tell stories. The fact is, he could, and that also has more than teaching, so to speak. 
now the, the moral of this. The machmas b'chinas hadibui, but teisum b'chinas er poshut atzmas edein sof. He's now explaining, you know, how you make from an evan a matzeva. He's explaining that's a serious process. It's not just a simple matter to take from an akuda. You know, let, let, let's use an example. A rebbe has the power. Is born with and has within himself tremendous amount of power. But then he wants to bring this power out and affect other people that are not on his level. So in his Nakuda, his Malchus, things are pretty good. It's like Radla. But it's not, there's no expansion. It's like a private thing. He's in his own little chamber and he has this level of intensity. But, you want, but he has to now express himself. So you could, you could think expressing himself is, consists only of concealment and only of diminishment. The answer is no. To express it to lower levels, to express it to in a way that Malchus, this Nakuda of the stone becomes a Matseva, which means a marker that can be appreciated by others, is is coming from a very deeper, deep, even deeper place than his being just a Nakuda, just being in his own, uh, you know, own inner space, so to speak. That's what he's saying here. Is that different than? So just like, is that different than just a regular? Not, I'm not saying different from Rebbe to regular teacher, but different than the regular example that would say that a teacher who has to transmit to the students has to just be misanthropic and whatever it is, even though it's coming from a higher place. The same. It's, it's, the general idea is the same, but here he's talking far higher levels than that. That in other words, yeah, in order to bring it to lower levels, you need to have more deeper, a deeper expression for sure. But here he's definitely talking. He, he didn't even use that because clearly, this is on a different quality for sure. I'll see. Let's see how he's going here. But this is about bringing because it goes back to the kudus hamalchus to make it into matzevus. So he should be able to be mamshech into biyah. Let's see where he goes here with the nimshel. We'll see. For nimshel is that the moral of this is the machmas b'chinas hadi b'vitesh b'chinas er poshud atzmas edin sof. Like he said, he brought before on the top of the page from Teres Chaim vayhi kol aritz sofachas. So what does he say there? He says there that God. Let me just explain what he says because it's very important to what he's going to say now. There, Atmus is Midas in He's beyond any type of definition or identity or Midas or anything like that. Right? Antuchad He's beyond it all. But then he created a, multi, a world of multiplicity. You know, an infinite multitudes. The question, of course, is how do we take these multitudes and return it there? So there's a process where first the multitudes are all separate. That's called his chalkos. He speaks about the der hafloga. That's the mime is about the der hafloga. That first they all spoke one language, then all then it was broken down. They they all got confused. Bavel, their language was confused. So now we have diversity, which of course leads to the beginning of all divisiveness. You can't speak the same language, which of course doesn't just mean the same physical language. It means you can't speak the same language. Period. The problem we have till this day. As they say, <laughs> we don't speak the same language, and the kavana, of course, is the purpose of it all. Is as we said before, when you, is, to, is to unite even within the diversity to find that we can find commonality, even as you speak in Spanish and Russian and Chinese and French and English and Yiddish and Hebrew, and find commonality until the point where it comes. We learned in the previous chapter, that all the nations will. Doesn't say that. Even though they say some say will be, everyone will speak Hebrew, but it's not just a matter of language. It means they'll speak the same language. That's the point. They'll find the unity in there, but it'll still be different nations. 
Sofa Bruda, like you said before, Sofa Bruda, love the Kulam Shechem Echot, to serve one God. So the bottom line is that, that it's about diversity. Now within diversity, now the interesting thing is when the unity comes into diversity, is a deeper dimension than when it's alone. Because the fact that everyone speaks the same language or initially there's oneness is oneness. But to find harmony when there could be divisiveness and still find that type of thing, you need a deeper energy. So he explains in Tadus Chaim there that that comes from Atzmus. Because Atzmus is higher than the multiplicity. He's higher than the unity. He has everything. So when that's transmitted, that everything affects the distinctions to also appreciate each other. You understand? Because his Achdus therefore permeates all the distinctions because they're all getting an energy from a place that's beyond distinction. So the key basically in communication means you're not trying to find a compromise and say, you know, you give in a little, I give in a little. You're trying to find a deeper place where we both realize, right, that we both realize that we really come from a source that's, that's beyond these distinctions. That's where real Hiskalos come from. In other words, Hiskalos, when you have, let's say, five Jews and five opinions, or five people and five opinions, or two opinions, you could have, you could, there's, there's, there's uh, three ways this can go. Or maybe four ways even. One annihilates the other. That's one way. The other one annihilates the first one. That's way two. That's basically one category. Okay, so there's annihilation. There's, that, that, that's, that's war and conquest. Another way is each gives in. You give him 50%, I give him 50%. And then, yes, you have coexistence, but you have not really, you've not really, you've not really created unity. You've created, we'll both weaken our positions because we both benefit from this. Negotiate. Right. And the third approach is real hiskalus. That's when you say, the third person comes and reconciles. It doesn't say, I'm two against one. It's finding something that both of them say, you know what? The truth is we we complement each other. We don't have to give up anything. By us joining together, we become both of us stronger in our own way. That has to come from a place that's higher than the distinction. It's like the composer that tells the musical notes, you don't have to fight with each other. You're all part of one great music and no one's giving up anything. Or it's like the body. You have 75 trillion cells. Or nature. We have different organs. And a healthy being, it's not like the heart says, you know what, who's dominating today? Is it me or is it you? The answer is, my friend, we're all part of a bigger picture. You, By you being you, we become greater. I don't want you to become me. So it's a, it's understanding of Eschalus and Eschalkus that comes from a place of Shlemus and Kulik. Because Atzmus has it all. And he's and one is not more or less than the other. You don't need one thing doesn't have to be diminished for the other one to. You don't have to be wrong for me to be right. Let's put it that way. And again, we're talking obviously a distinction that is holy. I'm not talking about oh. if, obviously if someone's a murderer, it sounds like he has a right. To, we're talking within the context of of God's plan, diversity within that plan. Yeah. If you're off the listen, if you're off the reservation, it's another story. A person says uh, we're talking about within the context of look, it's e pluribusunim, as the Rebbe would say, from many one, which means is the many remain many and they join as one force. Bottom line is seven billion people in the time of Mashiach will not all have one opinion. They'll have seven billion opinions, but their bittel to a higher source will be such that we will not have the ego and the jealousness. Everyone will understand their role, just like the organs in the body each understand their role. The Kiddush is organs in the body don't have free will, and we do. Well, like musical notes and large composition. You, 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 you got to challenge this, huh? Yeah, I have to challenge this. 
You challenge because you have to. Cause it sounds no, no, too, no, no, it sounds too no, perfect, too good. Obviously, no. Look, God forbid, if one organ is a cancer, right. cancer that says and says, listen, I want to eat up your cells. That that's not acceptable. We're talking about there has to be the bittle. Everybody has to submit to a plan. Like, like let's put it this way. I, I'm always fascinated by this. One of the most egotistic industries in the world is, is the media, is film. You look at the end of a film, how many credits are there? It's rolls and rolls and rolls. There's thousands of names on that thing. Now, I know how hard to get together a few people to agree on something. You get those thousands of people, and we all know they probably went through many wars. Most films don't get done because they fall apart. So, because you can no way to make a film with two people or one person. You need every one of those names. I mean, some have more major roles, smaller roles. And the fact of the matter is, because at some point it's win-win, in a healthy environment, you take away, obviously there, I'm not saying bittle prevails, there maybe it's money that prevails, but something, some equalizer, that everybody realizes you can, you have a director, does not mean a good, good parent, a good director, a good educator, does not take sides and say, oh, you're the better students. You find in each one the quality that they contribute and only they can contribute. And they appreciate them absolutely because only you can do what you have to do. That's the way God created the universe. Why, could, why is each snowflake different? Why is each creature different? Because God is secure and he put a piece of himself in everything. It's your role to figure out how you're all one big piece of me. The problem is when you start to get focused on your independent identity so you don't relate to that. That's what he says in Tehidus Chaim, which is based on the Alter Rebbe. The whole world was one language. That one day, that's the point, is to find within Tachtenim, show people in their self-interest how their self-interest leads them to understand that we're part of one bigger picture without you being compromised. Yes, what you have to give up is your own tivus and selfish narcissism. That's not what we're talking here. We're not talking about indulging yourself. We're talking about be a real, your, your unique identity doesn't mean it has to be the way you want it to be. That's not what we're discussing now. We're discussing diversity in a healthy, in a holy way. Okay, so now he explains. So, yes, so he says like this. This is the Moshal. So how do you get that? How do you get, now that you have a Nakuda, Malchus is only a Nakuda, how does that expand it into a Matseva? It's only an Evan, like a Nakuda. So he answers that because Machmas Bechinus Hadibu, Tez Bechinus Er Poshed Atzmas Eden Soch, Ayyadei Yechudim Da'atzilis, through the Aveda Na'atzilis, which is what Yaakov did, through Yo Yechudim, through Chochma, Bina, learning Torah, working with Chesed, Zdokah, and so on and so forth, that creates, draws down from the air poshet that's higher than the, the, the diversity. Boli de gili yesen medai. Creates a flow, a surge of energy more than the regular. And that gili, like in the muscle, has to express itself through dibur, which is a malchus, elam hadibur, speech. So malchus is an outer level. And 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 this and this itself, it comes from Bchinis Primis Atzmas Ein Sof. He is Galal also, and be revealed in the future. Venigla Kveidavaya, when the glory of God will be revealed. Yes, Shleimer. Okay, one second. Was that that? That like exactly like in the example. So, the only difference between the the, the only thing, where is the simcha in the moral? The simcha in the moral is the yichudim. Remember, what brings the joy of the king? It's his child's wedding. 
What is that? Naveda, that's when we do the Yechudim, which is, I guess, marriage. When we do the Yechudim through our, meaning the unifications that we do through Mitzvah and through our Aveda, and Atzilus, that draws down so-called a deeper joy, a deeper pleasure, a deeper transmission from the root, which in turn <coughs> expresses itself in Dibur all the way to the lowest levels in the heaven, and, but it brings out the deepest levels. In that way, you have the deepest expression. I don't know. Not necessarily. I mean, it's probably included in there. Here is definitely an additional element in regular Yichud Zor. Now he explains. Which again is the, as the heaven that becomes a matzev, the stone that becomes a marker. Interesting expression. means a bittle, a type of nullification, nothingness that's emanated in Atzilis. But let's explain. What does this mean? Atzilus on its own doesn't have this. Atzilus on its own is a yesh netzel. It's an entity that was eman- that's emanated from the from that emanation. Also, chachma, the highest level of Atzilus, we'll soon explain what this yesh means. I'll explain in a moment. You say chachma ma'ayin timotza. So you say chachma is coming from ayin. What, what means coming from ayin? Means chachma is a yesh coming from an ayin. The meaning of yesh here, let's just explain, is not the yesh of biyah. The yesh in biyah, as we said, is a nifrit. In biyah, you're an independent entity. In Asilas, there's no independent entity. It's all godliness. But it's godliness manifest in a structure. Chochmah is now chochmah. It's not unconscious wisdom. It has tangible wisdom. So that's the meaning of yesh here. Not yesh as an ego and his personal agendas. Yesh meaning identification. So I just want to important the very important qualification. So remember, this is he's, he's being very very bekitzi here, but I want to go back to something that's fundamental through the whole Hamshach here. I don't know if you remember this, but if you don't, please ask me because I I, I mean I collaborate a lot about this. This is like pages and pages. A big part of the Hamshach and Beis was about two things: whether Atzilus is Gilead Helam or Yeshmayin. Basically, in simple English, it means whether um, <coughs> the spheres. Are they a revelation of higher levels? And just coming out from from the concealed to the revealed? Or are they a new entity? Let me explain what means new. New meaning they don't have the personality of the divine. I've said this many times. The mistake that many of us have when we learn through this, they teach us Yeshma'i means creation from nothing. And things and, and Atzillus is not a creation from nothing. Oyer is not Yeshma'i. But when you start thinking about it, what does that mean? Every, either, either, either everything comes from God. Or nothing comes from What does that mean? Some things come from God differently? What does it really mean when you say this is Yeshma Ayin and this is Gilead Helen? What does it even mean? The real meaning of it is obviously everything comes from Atmos. So in that sense, everything is Yeshma Ayin, because compared to Atmos, everything is 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 is, is, is meaningless. It doesn't need it. So everything is in that sense type of. The difference is the question is how they come out of Atmos. One knows Atmos, and one is aware of it, and it permeates its being, is constantly aware of its source, and the other one feels that it's a separate entity. A table is Yeshmaya, not because the, it comes from God just like Eurensav does. But the table doesn't testify to God. That's the table as my own independent identity. In Biyah, there's an independence going on, a Nifrit. It still recognizes, by the way, even Biyah knows it's coming from a source, but that's really knowing. Atzilus feels it. It's like the difference between do we know we have a soul? 
Yes. But you understand that you have a soul? Do you understand its personality? No, we understand materialism. I just know there's a, some energy inside of me. That's how beyond knows godliness. Atzillus knows soul like we know physical things. It's one with it. But it's still an entity that emerged from God. So you go lifnei atzimtzum, you don't even have that. Lifnei atzimtzum is complete divine consciousness. Nothing exists. It's a divine envisioning what he wants. Which is also a necessary step because that's how we connect with the divine on, divine, on the terms of God. But after atzimtzum, basically starts is now beginning an emergence of identities. Now, the identity comes completely... When the Rebbe is a Rebbe, they say, What does it mean? He's an identity. He's absolutely an identity. He's not... doesn't exist. Or else, he's not an illusion. Moshe was Moshe. He was a man in a body. Mashiach is a human being in a body. So you have to say he's an identity. However, his whole identity is Bittl Telekus. He's like Atzillus. He's like Eres Vekelem of Atzillus. Completely transparent channel to the divine will. 24-7. But he exists. You can't call him no yesh. That's what means yesh. Yesh meaning identity here. Then there's a person who's besides that is also has his own agenda. He's not 24-7 aligned. Once in a while, he, he, he gives God a few... Throws him a few scraps or whatever it is, or more or less. We're not talking about the level of it. That's what he, that's what he means here. That's why. So so the point when we say Atzilus, Atzilus on its own is an identity. What Yaakov did, we're going to learn, is he took this identity and introduced and said, even Atzilus, you should know, you're also bottle telekus because you're still an identity, and and Atzmus is higher than identity. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, and in Biyad, the accomplishment is not only are you an identity that's divine, but even you're not a separate. You're not. You have no your own agenda. You don't have your own agenda. So you said there were two things: there's Gilead Halim and there's Yeshmeayin. Yeah. Uh, so this is which one? Both. What he said earlier is that the, first he began that the Eiris are Gilead Halim and the Kalim of Atzilus are Yeshmeayin, because the Eir reflects more the divine source. And the Kalim affect more the the, uh, the identity of Chesed and Gvura. But then he said that even the Eir has also Chesed and Gvura. And even the Kalim are also Iuvah Gamur Echad. They're also rooted in the divine. Uh, You're going to have to learn the beginning of Ayin Beis. This is like maybe 40 pages to talk just about this subject. I just summed it up here. What are you asking? Just about that, if, if there's no strictly anything in this. Everything is relative. So let's remember that. There's no strictly. Everything depends what, what you're talking about. Which uh, It's all relative to one another. If you talk complete, pure, pure Atmos, everything is Yeshmaya. Because Atmos is beyond even Eir. It's not Atmos. It says, Loize It's not the primary role of God is to transmit Eir even. If you talk on that level, if you're talking about how God manifests in existence, it all depends on the levels. There's, it basically comes down to. Let me be even more precise. When we say Yesh Ma'ayin Gilehelim, it's not just what I said—the personality. Like, for example, a Sefer Torah. Why is it holier than a table? They both are made of the same material objects. As a matter of fact, the Torah, save the Torah scroll, was once part of an animal that had no holiness in it. It was an animal. They 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 took its leather, tanned it, whatever, etc., and turned it into cloth. So it's a whole process, how you do it. What exactly happened? The answer is, you took something that was a nifrit, that was on its own, basically, in the world of Chil. I'm not saying necessarily neg- negative, but not positive. And God has the power to change it by elevating its sparks. What you're doing is making it an entity that becomes a channel for the divine. The fact that we don't see it, that's our, because we look with physical eyes. But it's now a channel. It's now like a, 
It's a chavtz of dusha. It's like a tzilus a little, a little atzilusdik in this world. Not exactly, but you get the idea. And uh, when Mashiach comes, we'll be able to see it with our own physical eyes. But those that, but, but but you've sanctified a part of your life, part of the existence. Now, the key thing to remember, however, is why is this distinction critical? For the obvious reason, because someone can say, you know what, everything is God. I don't need a sefer Torah. My, I'll, I'll worship this table. Why do I have to stand up for a sefer Torah and holy? I'll be who I am. I also have the divine within me. Or like with the Jake, the Franks, the Frankiston said, Jacob Frank. They said, let's go. The sparks, the deepest sparks, are in the most illicit places. So let's have orgies and let's do the whole thing. That's of course not only dangerous. It's hypochavol whole kavana. To say, because Atmos wants Tachtenim, so let's go into Tachtenim and, and, and indulge as much as we can. That's where you're going to... Yeah, but then you'll be trapped in there and you'll never get out of there. So that's why Yiddishkeit has the other side of things. That's like you have, there are people who have a lot of Avos Hashem, but they don't have Yiras Hashem. They love. They love everything. I love everything. But what about Yira? Yira means... One second. Atmos is beyond all of this. So that's the beauty. If you look in other mystical systems, you'll find there's either everything is God... Or, nothing is God. If you want to find God, you've got to leave this material world. The beauty in, in Chassidus is that is both are correct. Everything, you do not have to leave. There's no asceticism. The divine will be revealed there. But you cannot have a state of mind of the world. You have to elevate it to up there. And that contradiction, seemingly, because you could say, which one is it, is really the two kavim of Yeshmaen and Gilehelm, recognizing. On one hand, this is very distant from God. God is a completely different reality. On the other hand, he's very close. So there are elements in our lives where we reveal something that's there already, and the other things where we realize an, an, an infinite distance. So there's always respect and integration type of thing. There's always awe and love. Basically, Avengira. Any good relationship also is based on this, by the way. Because when you love somebody, there's, this doesn't mean one person swallows up the other. It means... Um, that you will both have distinct identities, but you become like this, like two circles that become one. Not one as one annihilates the other. To do that, you have to have the space that distinguishes between one and another, and you have to have the times that you're completely intimate and one. Like the Rebbe said to a couple, that if you're close when you should be distant, you'll be distant when you should be close. So you have to have, this is the constant dance of Ratzay and Shuv, is the constant dance of diversity finding harmony. I did because it now is a it now it's a divine force revealed, an extension like a, like a, like you stand up for Talmud Chacham who learn Torah, not because he's greater, because within him he has now revealed the Lakus. Now I said revealed not to our eyes because we have promise our eyes are, are also blind, but you've actually what you've done is what I'm trying to say is that you made a Yeshma Ayin Nivra into a Netzah basically. That's what I was saying. You made something that was. And was on its own independent entity that only feels itself, you made it now to being a divine thing. That's what you mean. That's really what means kedushin, by the way. When you kadir, when you hegdish, when you make something with your mind, what, what, what did you do? You took it out of the domain of chayl and you made it in the domain of kedush. What does it mean in uh, in in chesidus? It means you took it from being a separate so-called self or self-absorbed entity into becoming now dedicated to a divine cause, and that's where you can't take it back. Yeah, the Enebus is because your Enebus is also that domain of Chel. So you only still see, you know, you, you see what you are. Uh, but the person, but listen, like it says, the Magid was able to see an Akeli who made it. A Tzadi can see something, can see Gedusha. 
I mean, it's like an energy. It's an energy so, level. Sadiq will see the table has has a vayin. Yeah, but it will not see the same. We'll see one as being like a nivra that's waiting to be, uh, you know, waiting, and other he'll see as actually already aligned. I mean, it would be like the difference between a stone that's already part of the base of and a stone in the street that could become part of the base of It's not the same thing. One is possible, one is actual. I mean, to put it in simple aces. A second before you sanctify it, it's, it's possibility. So what, what will he see physically? You have to say, basically, look, the divine sparks are everywhere, but the question is the entity itself, from its perspective, sees itself as me. It doesn't see itself, I am an uh, ex- extension of the divine. Well, essentially, what we do when we take a piece of bread and we wash and we make you're taking bread that was created by God. It has a spark. You don't live on the bread; you live on the spark. But what you're doing is you have, in effect, um, revealed the real purpose of this bread, which is really It's the and both and First of all, you. Right now you eat, you're eating it L'shem Shemaim, you're eating it for a good purpose, you'll use the energy to help someone instead of hurting someone. So simply on that sensitive level. And also something is done with the bread itself. You're elevating it to a place that's, that is, is aligned. Now, when the whole world will be aligned to that divine, that's what you have. It's like it was in Gan Eden by Matan Teda. And thus it loving in the fullest sense of the word. We believe that technology exists today based on the Zayar, the reason that we're so easy for us to create communication is that we can speak to people anywhere in the world. You can access anything, anytime, anywhere, every, uh, everything, anytime, anywhere, is because matter and spirit, which is the essence of technology, that they were able to reveal the, the energy within existence into objects, was revealed through thousands of years of hard Aveda, where we broke the Chemer, the material world's resistance was broken, that opened it up, so today we're able to access technology. Wait, that's a perfect, that's an example. Now, that was something we could see with our eyes. Open your eyes, you could see that. Technology is not an accident. That the fact that the Industrial Revolution in 1840, that suddenly there was an acceleration of so many things within a period of 100 years, and now it's even faster. When, when a thousand years before that, it was not commensurate, it was not like every year, it was just an explosion. Well, he says in Zayah, that in the year Tafresh, that, but that's not an accident. That's because of all the work that refines the chemer hagas. You work on the harder outer levels. At some point, the energy begins to flow, and you see it in freedom, in democracies. You see it in, uh, in in technology. You see it in the fall of the Soviet Union. By the time of the fall of the Soviet Union, was not just oh a nice thing he attached. He saw that directly as a result of thousands of years of work. Edem Edem was weakened. The ace of was weakened. And it took thousands of years to do that. Well, it's, it's, okay, it was called Russia in our time. Before it was called Rome. Before that it was called Germany, England, Spain, who cares? That's already the, the names. But but when you see it from that perspective, it's not like, oh, I saw the Soviet Union, but he, the, the, the tzaddikim were waiting for these things. You see the three Rebbe when he talks about the nations. They knew it's coming. When you see it, it was like for them, oh, finally, we finished another bitter type of thing. By us, it's the other way around. We're so consumed with the moment. Someone says, oh, so Soviet Union fell. Wow, that's nice. Okay. I'm just, no, I'm just trying to point out. It's a difference when you look from the, when, from the you see the patterns. Or from the, exactly right. Okay, so fine. Can we, can you, 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 you,
So going back to Gilead Helam and, Yesh, and Yeshmayim, so bottom line is, the end of the day is Atzillus is both. The real answer is like this. Compared to Bligvul, even the Eris of Atzillus are Yeshmayim. And, and compared to the Eir HaGvul, the Shir Atzbe B'Koyach, that's what we talk the ten hidden spheres, Atzillus is Gilead Helam. So that's, it's all going back to that type of thing. Why is this all relevant here? Because the spheres that we're talking about, we're now talking about crystalline, right? Crystalline, crystallizing, transparency. A transparency of what? That, that chesed and gvud is transparent, what? It's revealing to us, number one, that there's obviously the godliness within the spheres, but also that God is beyond Remember we learned earlier, even Sipur, even the story of the spheres tells us that there's an element that is Maven Dover, Metech Dover. Remember that we learned about that you come to realize that there's an element that is completely beyond the structure. But now we're talking in a much clearer way. And this is what Yaakov was beginning to do. He took an Evan, turned it into Matseva. And what he's saying now is that this power to do this, to make this Nakuda, what does he say here? So, uh, comes from a higher power. He's, he's, he's expanding, he's revealing in the Nakuda of Malchus, which is the Kalim of Malchus. He's revealing the more, the, that the more energy, more light. So, even though it's going down, but it's revealing that it's coming from a greater, higher place. That's what he's saying here. And even Chachma is Ma'ayan Timotz. Even Chachma is Ma'ayan, like we learned. Even the Eir of Chachma. And Malchus is a level of Ayin. Why? Because Chachmah is an identity. Chachmah is wisdom. Malchus has nothing of its own. That's what he's saying now. Okay. So therefore, Malchus is Bittl. It's lack of... Remember we said, where does Malchus' Bittl come from? From Reisha de Yada. So its simplicity comes from the root of simplicity. Follow? So Malchus has this power that Chochmah doesn't have. But as we said, there's also, now we're bringing Chochmah into Malchus, which we'll see in a second, okay. And even though it says, I think someone has this question. That Chochmah, you ask, is the Yud of Shem Avaya. We know in the spheres, Chochmah is Yud, Bina is Hey, Midis, Za is Vav, and the Malchus is the last Hey. So L'Chayra, Chochmah is Yud, Yud is Bittl. Or, or Bittler, right, exactly. He said Yud also, I think, earlier. Yes, Yud, it's the Yud of uh, what he said, Matseu, yeah. Um, so here's the Vart. So the answer is, I'm sorry, Mavur Gamkin, it also is explained in the Kudasayud of Even the point of a Yud is also the shape of a letter. It's not no shape, there's no shapelessness. Like when we about the of Kesser, we spoke about this. You asked this question about point before you last the last class. The point of Kesser has no shape at all. Yeah, essentially, yeah. He's saying Kesser right now, but it's right. And the same thing with Malchus because it's rooted in Lo Yada. So there's two types of right. There's two there's two Nikudas. There's a Nikud that has a shape. A Yud has a shape. <coughs> Thank you. And then there's an Akuda point that has no shape. Which is called Yeah, in some places that's what it's called. Yeah. Which is a point which, they, 
Yeah, the here, the, but here in the Kud, it could be even not the crazy, right. Here's the point that takes no space, whereas a Yud does take a space. Bottom line, in Yud itself, there's two levels. That's what's going on here. Let's go on. Canal, like we said before. Thank you. Okay, this again is very dense and very, very, he doesn't explain everything here. That's why I'm elaborating. So we have now two types of Bittl. The Bittl of Chachma, the Bittl of Kesel. Later we're going to learn this at length. He's he's being he's really being very summarized, very very then very concentrated, right? Okay. Another place it's explained. Elsewhere explains it gets even more, more the plot thickens. The Ma of Chachma. Remember, Chachma itself is made up of two words: Koyach Ma, power, faculty of Ma. Ma is Bittl. Koyach. Reflects more koyach, a faculty. Let me give an example so we're not just talking uh, esoteric here. When an idea falls into your head, do you ever think where that idea comes from? Right? Like, like a second before the idea fell into your head, you weren't even, you weren't even aware. Now you suddenly know idea. And you try to trace the steps, you can't. Because it's like almost like, like, like someone threw something into your window, and you look out the window, there's no one there. Well, that's more yeshma'ayin, you could say. Ma'ayin, ten matzah. I mean, that has both elements, the truth is. It has both elements. So there's an element where you already, you focus on the idea. Okay, what idea? I just had an idea for a new uh, way to spread your futsu and sechah chutz. I'm speaking to Eliezer now. Why? Why would He knows why. Because he's got ideas all the time. This guy's constantly, he's like, uh, what's, what's it called? You know, there's a, you know, those, uh, what's the word? Well, we all have ideas, but um, yeah. there's an expression, huh? Yeah, there's like these, uh, these idea machines, whatever. Anyway, I'm talking to all of us. So you have an idea, and you, you could be focusing on the idea. So you know what, this is a great idea. Let me call somebody up. Let me call up my lawyer, my accountant. Let's turn this into a business plan, you know. But then you could also be focusing on the awe. Where did this idea come from? Unbelievable. You know, why God, God blessed me to have this idea. So the focus there is on the ayin, the ma, wow. You know, the wow type of thing. Like almost the hafla. We'll learn about this a lot later. Uh, the hafla, like the awe of it. And then there's the focus, how the chachma begins to, how you turn it into bina and so on. But there's a moment that a person should have. Reish is chachma, Hashem. Beginning of wisdom is always knowing there's a God before this. Where did this idea come from? Don't think it's just your... You know, innovation. Keep the eyes on the on the green now, because I see this is. Let me know. Okay. So now he's saying like this. He's saying elsewhere it explains that So he's saying that's the ayin of keser. Because where did chokhmah come from? Where did conscious idea came from? From an unconscious place, which is in keser. So the ayin of chokhmah, that chokhmah has that element of of bittel, because we know chokhmah is bittel, like he says in Tanya. Bina is already, I understand. Chachma is still the idea. The mere, the, remember we spoke just like Yilo Yada manifests in the Kuda? The same thing.
Okay. Let me just repeat this. I'll tell you in a second. So in other words, just like we said before, if you remember you said before, that because Malchus is rooted in Loyada, meaning beyond knowledge, that's why it doesn't manifest in any type of shape and form. Same thing in a smaller sense, you could say Chochmah. Chochmah's ayin, its sense of that why it's so so concentrated into a spark. Why is it only a spark? Why can't I just get a full blow, blow a full blow, blown idea? It doesn't work that way because it's connected to its source, and its source is an ayin. The real focus of the source is the divine element in it, not your understanding of it. Now we need it to come down to be an expansion, but it's rooted in a type of like in, in, in that same thing I said earlier when we spoke about why a child when the conception takes place, it's, it concentrates one cell, two cells. Why can you know God make it as soon as there's a fertilization? Okay, that's it. The child pops out like he did Adam and Chava, because many reasons. One of the reasons, of course, because the soul and body have to learn to grow with each other and has to be in Kalim, you know, in a process. But there's another reason, because you want when when the the, the intensity of that divine experience doesn't leave room for Kalim. It's just like the energy is there and just a drop of a Kalim. That's why you have a Kudim clay Echad. The energies. Because if imagine you're standing in front of the most awesome experience and you're able to have the presence of mind to explain it, it means you, you, you didn't get it. There's a moment where you just have to be lose yourself entirely in the experience. And if there's too much yes there, either the experience will be compromised or... or so you need to have that type of... Um, that, that moment really has... Basically, where there's a lot of air, there's very little Caleb. That's the bottom line. You're right now in a state of... Uh, so Chochmah's ayin... Its sense of ayin, its ma, comes from the ayin of Kesha, Shinimtza Beinahan Yatsalim. So, in other words, Kesha is embedded into the ten spheres, a piece of itself, in the in awe, the, the aha element of Chayachma, of Chochmah. That's what he's saying right here. Now, again, he's not explaining this, I'm taking from other places, but this is what he means. The Makom Mokim, one second. So, even, so now he's, he's really asking a question. You just said that the, that, that the Chochmah is Yesh, Ma'ayin Timotza, it comes from ayin. And where's the real bittel in Malchus? Isn't Chachma also a Nekuda? Yes, it's a Yud. So the answer is no. But there's two Nekudas. There's a Nekuda that has shape. It's still, a, it's still the shape is a Nekuda. It's still, it's shape, it's still bittel. But the bittel has shape too. Like I remember a guy in Yeshiva telling me that he was by Rab Nissen and, 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 and he learned, he went there to learn how to daven. So I said, how was it? He said, it was nice, but it wasn't as gishmak as he wanted it to be. As pleasurable. So I said, maybe davening is exactly that. It shouldn't be so pleasurable. So he says, even bittel has to have a little pleasure. That's, I remember him saying that. <laughs> so there's, <laughs> even like, you know, non-pleasure has to also be pleasant. So I said, ah, there's no hope for you. <laughs> you want it for shlemus, in other words. You want to be more complete. <laughs> anyway, the point is, so yud of chachma is bittel, but it's a tzir. Then there's the yud of malchus, or keser malchus, and keser anything malchus, that has no shape at all. Now, he's, he doesn't say it as a question, but he's saying, but elsewhere it explains that even the Yud of Chochmah also has the Ayin of Keser. So he says, and now he says, Nevertheless, it has a taste of the Ayin of Keser, of real, total, the total selflessness. But it's still an Ayin Bittl that comes through Chochmah. In other words, there is a wisdom. It's not like, I'll give, I'll give you an example. Maybe you can help me with an example. I'll tell you my example I would use. There's two, you could have bitl, like you, you're getting a great idea, and, and you're not focusing on the idea, you're not focusing that you got it, you're focusing that God blessed you with it. Or the idea, the, the wow, unbelievable. You know, like saying, that must come from a very divine place. 
So there's a bitl. But the bitl is through the shape of intelligence. It was an idea that, that evoked it. It wasn't just... Then there's a bitl of mal... Real Kabbalah cell of Malchus doesn't need even uh, wisdom. It's just you so you recognize a divine bitl, not because it came through an idea. So even though the idea is saturated with the bitl in Chachma, there's a bitl without that. I'm just t- trying to find examples of it. I mean, it's examples when we stand, when we suddenly have a feeling like that, even though there was nothing, not because we had a revelation. You know, maybe it's something like this. Maybe you can compare it. It's only, I don't know if it's a good comparison. Some people are blessed with something. And some people are just arrogant and take it for granted. Others recognize, well, and they acknowledge in a real way God for my blessing. But then there are people who acknowledge God even without the blessing. That would be even a bitl that has no shape. So here it's a shape. Their bitl has taken on the shape of chachma. So something that you've gotten, but you recognize the ayin in it. There are probably many examples. You could find many models of these two types of, uh, of ayin. They're both necessary, by the way. Because we need it in existence. Remember we spoke earlier that Yaakov made a matzeva before he made a gal, and then there's Yaakov's the hamshachas that he did before the matzeva. You need both. You need bitl in mitzvahs, you need bitl outside of mitzvahs. So you need it everywhere you go. Is just You see why I'm going so slow? Because look, every line here is not explaining, and it needs explanation. It's very hard to read this without. I'm sure this chapter was written in the second... Because it's so concentrated, it's so different than other than other chapter style where he explains everything. Here it's so. Unless he wrote the first part. We're still in. It's possible, but we're still in this big practices. No, no, no. We are. We are. Yes, he's right. Yeah, till Chulu, till Canal. Good, good point you made. Well, like some people say, my whole life is in a parenthesis. Better than exclamation point. But it's not as good as the Nakuda. <laughs> That's cool. What do you think? Like, if someone could look at their lives and say, which part of, which years of your life was a parenthesis? <laughs> it could be a whole chapter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to look like a grammar. It's going to be much larger. Right, exactly. Well, some people say, well, my life is a parenthesis within a parenthesis. <laughs> someone else's parenthesis. <laughs> Okay, that's well, a good interesting. You're right. I'm glad you pointed that out. We so on this. Maybe that's why this parenthesis may have been added afterwards. That's that thing. It's interesting. Okay. One of the things I haven't understood the whole time is only one. The um, why did Yaakov tell Laban to build a uh, gal? Why does he need two of these? If it said if it came from Laban on his own initiative, okay, you can understand it. it's Klippa wanting somehow. Some type of I, I, it's a good question. I'd rather answer this at the end because he may say something. Could, if you want me to speculate right now, I would say it's probably because you need the gal both from Mamai Lamata and Mama, you need Yaakov who's bringing down the energies. You need a Matseva to draw the energy down, and you need Lavan who's below Klippa to create a path, a channel back. So you wanted a but, a, but an open channel, not a closed channel. That's why you need both. So it's like Yaakov the Tzaddik is bringing the channel into, Atzillus into Biyah. And now you, Biyah, go ahead and build a channel to me to, to, to elevate it. But instead, love and went and then created a, uh, a, a uh, what do we call it? He blocked it instead of he opened it. That's what, that would be my so-called inclination. So Yaakov's idea was Lavan's Matzeh was supposed to be the sort of like the source of the ability, the channel for tshuva. Yeah, absolutely. Tshuva, 
tefila, anything that elevates the, from klipa to kedusha. They made it with a code to be unscrambled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, even Lovin's blocking didn't uh, help completely, yeah. or else we'd be in big trouble. But but it helped enough. We're still in goals, so I guess. He stopped up. What would you say when someone builds a tunnel and the other person like uh, stuffs it up? That by the Be'eris also, the Yitzchak. That they stuff the plishtim, they stuff up the, they block up the wells. Yeah. Listen, there, there, there are channel openers and there are channel closers. Which one are you? You're going to open channels, you're going to close channels. Okay, let's continue. Yeah. Here we go. And like the level of the seeing of Chachma. This was also brought a few pages earlier. What was Ria de Chachma? Remember? It was in the bottom here somewhere. Ria de Chachma. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Um, oh, man. Much earlier than I thought. Yeah, remember the piece about Asagan Alemus. So he said like the Chacham Ba'etzim Chachmosei. So he's like almost like sees it, and he can't explain it to other people. That's the last time he brought it. The bottom of page Sadik Zion, the bottom of Kuf Pei Zion. Yeah, he, he with with a lot of Yigiyah he could he, he could say he could say something short of it. The Chacham Ameivim Medaite. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I don't know if it's connected. I'm just. She says, Riyad Chachma means when, when wisdom, when there's a certain type where you almost like see it. Like you visualize the idea. The ayin, okay, so that's that's Riyad Chachma. So it's still Chachma. At the end of the day, it's a, it's a very deep bittle, a very deep recognition of truth, but it's still in the shape of a Nakuda, basically. For ayin, the Nakuda is a malchus, head, that And the ayin of malchus, however, by contrast, is heder. There's nothing there. You're not talking, talking about a new moon. You're talking about nothing. No, not a drop of light. Chachmi, you can't say there's no light. There's a spark of light. It's a very intense spark. You see, you recognize something. There's recognition. In Malchus, it's heder. Ayin be'etzim. Fundamentally, at the core level, it's it's ayin. Ayin b'chins mohus Okay. So one second, but now we still have some. We're missing something. Well, now we need to have revelation in this malchus. We don't want it to stay in an akuda because it's 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 empty. So where does that come from? So that's what he concluding the parentheses. In order to the extension, the expansion, and the revelation in malchus that makes it from an akuda into a matseva. <laughs> yeah, that needs, that comes from Atzmasein Sof. This concludes the parentheses. So let me just this last piece here. Why was it so gay to emphasize this bit? Huh? The marshal. Okay, so it comes from there because, like the king, this Okay, I got it. He's basically saying. He's connecting it to the whole yesh ma'ayim with love and oh wow man alive.
how I would explain it would be simply put like this. Simply, it's not so simple. Evan Sapir, that goes back to that. Spheres reveal the transparent channels to the air, to the divine, all the way to the source. So their transparency, that's Kalim. The Kalim are like that. The Levushim, on the other hand, are concealers. One second. Yaakov takes the Evan, which is Malchus, which is the end, this is where the Kalim are, and there's no Kalim at all. It's complete concealment. So that senses an element of iron from Atmos. In other words, complete Bittl, not the Bittl of Chochmah. And then, in that, you have also the qualities of all the revelations. That's making it into Matseva. So you're revealing all the revelations as Gilead Helen. I don't know if you understood what I just said. The bottom line, the sphere of Malchus, which is has nothing, no substance of all, is filled with all the spheres, which in turn are transparent channels. So the at- bit of Malchus reveals Atmos. And the revelations in Malchus reveal even a deeper level because you have to go deeper to bring it into Malchus. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what I think is the connection. What's a, a marker, a monument, a monument. We say Metzav is like we do a tombstone. It's a monument. So you take a stone, a loose stone on the ground. No, one second. You take a stone on the ground, a loose stone on the ground, and you, and you put it, you, you position it. So people see, like when they come later, they'll see this is not just a stone on the street, it's a marker. So it could be, you know, it doesn't even have to be on anything. It could be a boundary marker, exactly. Yeah, it looks like upright. Yeah, there's an element of a stone lying down and you're making it upright. So let's say it's a big stone, so you can see clearly that someone put it up here. It becomes... You know, Matsevis were not made by companies once upon a time. They were made by people. They took a stone and they shaped it and they made it like a marker that here lies, God, you know, Ponitman. That's what a, a Matsevis really was. But here Matsevis doesn't mean negative in the death sense, more of the sense of a marker to know that something happened here. There's also, there's also in Halacha probably, when you want to, when you, 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 you keveya, before you build, you, you keveya something there. There's, a, there's dinim about this. I think it's showing that I was here and I, I made a mark. Mm-hmm. It's a certain time, yeah. So the point that, that is, did you understand, guys, what I just said? The last point about what you were now I'm trying to connect. Why is he bringing all this? I was thinking, why is this so negaya? Because you have here like this. It goes both ways. Let's let's go back to what I said about Gilead Helam and Yeshmayan. The Yeshma, the the, the Gilead Helam thing reveals the divine in a close way, like you say. Just like God is compassionate, so too you should be compassionate. So you have you're creating a similarity to the divine. The Talmenu Kid We're creating the divine image. That's a Gilead Helen thing. Now the truth, even that compared to Atmos is Yeshmayim, but there's an element of uh, compatibility. In very brother words, it's what we have in common. Yeah. Well, God chose that we should have. He created us in His image. To bring godliness into the world. Then there's another element, the distance. This world reveals also that God is beyond everything. Oyer reveals closeness. Oyer does not reveal beyond. This world reveals a beyond. That Atmos is beyond anything. And that's also necessary because while you're saying, I'm emulating God in this world, you also have to know, God is God and I'm me. I'm not God. This isn't pantheism. It's like a shliach. You take your independent faculties, so you begin like Biyah, 
separate. You align them to the Mishaleach, and now Shluchah So you remain, you have to be a Bardas Bifniatzma, you have to be separate. That part of separate of you is Yeshma'ayin from the Mishaleach. You're not his child, you're not his servant. That Mishaleach has to be separate. But when you choose to become his Shliach, then you're starting to convey his message. Then you are Gilei Helen. Then you're revealing what he wants you to reveal. So, and at the same time, you remain separate. So the separate has two as a quality that, first of all, always know you're not the Mishaleach. Don't don't deceive yourself. And number two, there's something about a, a, a separate entity connecting to Mishaleach that a, that a child cannot do. The fact that you're separate reveals the power of the Mishaleach because he could even inspire someone that's a separate entity. Meaning that even the Yesh can become. So this is really the story of what's going on here. Malchus has the element of, of the yesh. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say the yesh. Has the element of no giluim. There's no giluim in Malchus. So it's completely bottle. There's no revelation there. Chochm is a yesh, like you said. It has a personality. But, but being Malchus is it's completely, completely bottle. But that's not the goal. The goal is that it should be revealed. Inside it. Right, exactly. And yeah. that, so each one, so, so Malchus initially reveals, where does Malchus come from? He says, Lo yada. Why does it have no substance? Because it comes from a place of beyond substance. Okay, but then, that's Chetzenius Radla. But then you want to have the Panemius of Radla. You want to have Giluim. How do you have Giluim? So the king, by a Simcha, by you doing the Yehudim, the king of the joy, suddenly exposes a whole other part of himself. And now that's coming revealed. Right, coming to Gilead. Exactly. But on the other hand, you have another thing that Malchus has, the Chachma. Chachma is, has, has, um, Chachma has a yesh in it. So even the ayin of Chachma is still not existence. I'm sorry. Even the ayin of Chachma is already, is already more yesh than Malchus has. You know, I would even say that in some ways Malchus is more yesh, and in some ways Chachma is more yesh. Malchus is more yesh, not because that's yesh, because there's no revelations. Right, right. And, and Chachma is more yesh because it is a substance, it's intelligence. So basically you're getting Atzmus and Giluim, and Giluim and Atzmus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, get, you're getting Etzim and Giluim, and you're getting Giluim and Etzim. You're getting basically Yeshmayin and Gilead Helm and Gilead Helm Yeshmayin. Amazing. It's a lot of fun. Huh? It's, it's a, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well, that's what the, but that's what the very, that's the whole, whole abodus of, of our abodus to make, uh, what, what did the very say about Mashiach, Oros of Tohu, Bekelem? Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole thing is, this is the, exactly. See, what's bothering me, why was he so, why is it so important to talk about this all, this, this whole parenthesis? But that's what it comes down. So it comes from a higher place. Now all of this is a parenthesis. Let's go back now. Oh, a parenthesis. I thought this was the Iker. Who, who says the parenthesis is not the Iker? Oh. That's the story. It goes like this. My life is a parenthesis. And then I find out the parenthesis is the Iker. <laughs> so you had a good life. Yeah. Oh, boy. No, is Chochmah the parenthesis or is Malchus the parenthesis? Is Mitzias the parenthesis or is, the, is, or is Bittl the parenthesis? We're not really sure. It depends who you ask. Depends what level you're talking about. It basically comes down what you are, right. like it says in some places, whatever your comfort zone is, then you know that's not the place to be. If you're comfortable in, if you're comfortable in the, in the bittel, you need mitzias. If you're comfortable in mitzias, you need the bittel. But is this whole thing? A you can never be satisfied. Is this whole thing a difference in quantity? Meaning that you're, there's a level where you're so close to the Abisha that you're considered a Giloel halim. And when you're, uh, you're uh, quantitatively, you're so uh, you reach a distance when you're so far away, but it's still the same relationship. It's not a new 
qualitative difference, but then you become. But, I, but I think. But, 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 two different cobs here. A qualitative difference. Also. I think it's all four. All, all, both quantity and quality on it both levels. Yeah. Changes in its essence. Yeah, yeah. In, in other words, in other words, well, I don't know what you mean by quantity. When you talk about the the world compared to Atmos, how do you mean by quantity? There's no quantity; it's qualitative. Well, you, we were saying that if, the numbers when I speak about the world at Silas, you're so close to God or above Hatzilas that you're, you feel the or you're totally. I, I, but I mean, that's mostly quality. That's not quantity. Why is that quantity? How do you see quantity in that? Because it's a different. You see the qualitative two, similarity. Sources of light. Then it's one is. Not just a, 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 a okay, I'm not, maybe we're using the wrong words. What me quantity means the tangible volume and distinction of the multitude of existence. That's for me quantity. That's flat physicality. Right, right. Uh, if you took quantity, that's quantity. That's what he discussed number, quantity. That's why number Neilam has is a negative thing, because you're focusing on the period. You're one. You're two, three, four. That's why we don't count people. But then there's a count in kedusha. Well, you're not counting the one, two, three. You're counting the value of the individual. So really, their quality. It's, it's a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're basically. It has to be a separate line. Because that stone that was we were talking about earlier, that's the stone before becomes part of the base of Mikdash. It has complete vittel. That stone. Yeah, but it, but it doesn't have Gilouin, but it's a. You mentioned the stone before it became part of the base of Mikdash. It is totally belted to just as much as so as when you took that stone and lifted it up and put it into the base of Mikdash. But you got you just said that there is a difference between the two stones. There became there became a difference. One became like you say for Torah you were explaining how it became part of the Yeah, yeah, because the same stone, but just because the mere placement of it in the base of Mikdash versus on the ground changed it in a qualitatively sense, not just quantitative. There has to be a separate hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. It's not just and it's not just revelation. The stone of the base of Mikdash is now a, a, a Kodesh. and this is Chayil. There, there, there. Absolutely qualitative. I'll go for a step further. That you could say from Atzmus, maybe there's no difference between one stone and the next, but from us, there's definitely a difference. But even in Atzmus, there's a difference at the end also, because since by us is a difference, also you have to say by Dasalian there's a difference. But that, that's not. We're going. We're going too far now. We're, not, we're going off. Let's just go back there. So, so let, let me go. I'm going back to before the parentheses. So what do we have? Basically, Yaakov is taking an Evan, the Nukud of Malchus, and lifting it. Hakomis Malchus. That's the word. The upper, the uplifting. The standing up, the, the standing up of Malchus. So he took a Nekuda, That's what he said. The Evan is Yud. How's it going there? Huh? You following? Yeah, yeah. He says I'm, not, I'm reading the beginning of the chapter. This is the Miut Akelim. And being a Malchus is that it should be able to receive the energy. And this Malchus. It is a yud. He keeps saying yud, yud, yud. Different yud. It's a nukuda that's not a, that's not a shape. Malchus is a nukuda. It's a yud, but it's the yud without a shape. It's two levels of yud. Okay. Is that the nukuda? No, it's not. It's not. There's, there's the two elements when you say a point. You could say a point is that nothing is there, and the only way we can call it is a point. That's malchus. Yeah. And then there's a point that already has some. That's that's it. It's two ways to define point, basically. In math, you usually define point only as just as infinite points in a line. So, but you could have a point where you just 
you know, you're making a point just to, to, to because you have no other way to describe that it's nothingness. So that's the reason you call it Nakuda. He said Shachrus. He says a level of Shachrus. Okay. Let's just go back to the present. Okay, there we go. So the Shayr Shamshach is from Atik. The Shayr Shamshach is from Atik. Now, after the parentheses. And being that it came from Atik, from a higher place, that's why there was an uplifting. Kima. A raising of. Yeah, to stand it up. To stand it upright. Of Malchus. That a malchus shouldn't just remain in a kuda stone that just basically lifeless. Total bitl. But that it should come alive. It should come permeated in an internalized way. It should come, I'm sorry, from the, from the inner and core of the infinite divine light. And now we'll understand this is also why the Hakama. This Hakoma Samatseva. Hakoma Samatseva is what they call it, an unveiling. But here we're talking here, not Hakoma Samatseva, we're talking here the lifting up of the stone, the establishing it of the monument. It's through Yaakov, the Yesub Khin's Because Yaakov is the middle rod. You're familiar? Yeah. In the Mishkan. Right. In Mishkan, you have the walls, the Ureas, are connected one to another. So they have a rod that connects one wall to another. Then you have a tich bricha tichin hamavriach min akotza lakotza. The pasuk says, and there was one rod, even architecturally, that ran along the whole length and width of the mishkan that connected all the walls together. That's the bricha tichin, the middle rod that connects them all, and runs mavriach min akotza elakotza from one end of the length to the other end of the mishkan. That's and then the other rods are, are only go wall to wall. Now, if you structure it uh, vertically, it goes like this. So one rod goes from Keser, Das, Teferis, Yisod, Malchus. And the other ones are short rods. Chochme, Chesed, Netzach, Bina, Gvura, Hoid. It's really like the structure of the human being. The spine would be the Briach HaTichon. It runs along the whole length. And then your right arm, left arm would be like the short, shorter rods, Chesed and Gvura. The right leg and left leg would be and then there's the center, which is uh, the keser, the, the bina, the das, the heart. Teferis is the heart. Then comes Yisod and Malchus, which is the center. So the so Rakov is Briach Hatichin. Vram is is Chesed, right side. Yitzchok is Gvura. The, the middle one is always the balancing one. A table has to have three legs. It's the third leg. In architectural structures, you'll always find there's the center, the center, the centrifugal force. So that's the Briach HaTuchon. Harihu Mamshim B'Bchinis Pnimi Yisakeser He, Yaakov, is the one that draws down from the inner Keser, Shu'in HaBrochim Ele'ela. That's the Lashon Hazayar, if you remember from Vayakhel. Drawing down the Brocha, this blessing from above. That's, that, that's the level of Keser. Li Yisis Pashtusa Dahi Nekuda. That this Nekuda, which means Malchus, should be expanded. Ukumayshi Yisbar Lekaman. Just in case you were uh, worried. As we shall discuss later. By the way, this is almost short part of Shalom Ayin Hey. I looked it up. That's where it's discussed. Remember, we didn't oh, find it. Says, I, 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 I still in the middle of learning it. 
It is. It's 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 in volume two. Pod There's no pod in Dalad. I have to still. I want to make sure. I still learn it inside, but I'm almost sure that's where the discussion is. Okay. So this is what Yaakov does. This. You understand? He's the one that's bringing down. Uh, so Malchus, the Evan was there before Yaakov was there. The Evan is the world as it stands before Yaakov enters. He's taking an Evan and making it into a Matzeva. He's making a Partsuf out of it. Partsuf, right? right. Oh, got it. Okay, fine. Matzeva is a Yeah, yeah. Gam yes. Now we could also say. We've got to end this chapter, man. This chapter I can't go more. Gam. That's if, if that helps, great. I would say a lot more than just that, but the meaningful life center gives people meaning. This is the act of did more than that. <laughs> Be careful with that word around here. Um, no, it's, it's, it's more than just meaning. He's elevating existence. There'd be no hope for us had he not done this. <laughs> it's life and death here. Gam yeshleim. We could also say the pchinas nekud is there. Pchinas hamalchus k'moshim maslabeshes bebiyah. Okay, good. Now we could also say till now we speak of malchus as in natsilus. Now is another interpretation that this malchus is the way it manifests ready in biyah by love in this world. The chol patzufu pchinas nekud legabi k'moshu b'atsilus. Hmm. Wow. In Biyah, Malchus, even the parts of Malchus, even its whole expansion of it is only like an Akuda compared to Atzillus. So what does this mean? And he made that into a parts of, of, of Atzillus, I guess. Okay, let's see what he means. But that's what he just said now. Right? And the Kuda is the Chopatzu so till now the interpretation was it's Malchus is Evan is a Nukuda Malchus of Atsilis. That's the language of Ma'ira Er. The Yaakov took the Evan, which is a Nukuda, Malchus, and raised it, lifted it up, and made it upright to become a Patsuf. Now he's saying he's talking Biyah, and Biyah, the Evan is the whole Evan is even the even, even the parts of it is like a nakuda. He's explaining the ma'ira in a different way. Let's see where he goes here. The neighbor ma'ira air kosov because now ma'ira air it says the even who yud the adnai that even before we just said the even is a yud. Now he's saying the even is the yud of adnai. You know, in other words, the name adnai, huh? Last yud. Yeah. Not Yud Kevovke, but Yud of Adnai, which is the last Yud. If you do the Shem Adnai, who begins the Kudus Amalchus, he read this Libriya. And it's known that the name Adnai is Hamalchus, is not how it stands in Atsilis. I'll soon explain what this means in more um, psychological terms. But the way it's in Briya, how it descends in Briya. The Inyan in this is the Liyashain Erech Briya Legab Atsilis. Being, now the union of this is being that there's no erech, there's no commonality. There's no proportion between Bria compared to Atzillus. Even compared to Malchus of Atzillus. Even the lowest sphere in Atzillus is, is a big distance, big jump to Bria. Because Malchus is one of the Midas, 
At the end of the day, Melchus is with the last, but one of the midas, one of the attributes of Atsilus, which is at the level of divine. Remember when I said divine. Divine means it's an identity, but it's completely aligned to its to the divine. Okay. Being that Malchus and Atsilus is is a divine, it's behechich. You have to say behechich that Malchus has to its energy, its light has to be concealed. That it should only be one nakuda, only one point. For us, Yochelius, I'm shachas, I'm shachav v'shefam b'chinus Malchus l'savas nevroim baligvul. And then there can be a transmission and a, uh, tra- a transmission and an emission and a transmission from Malchus to create and to bring into being the creatures Balgvul of Bria. We'll soon explain. Let me just read it and then understand. We'll go. This is what Razal say in Chulin, famous story. So what do you have? That He created two great luminaries. And a pasuk later it says, well, the same pasuk. This is the Moira Kot and the Moira Godl. What's going on? First he says, two great luminaries. And now he's saying one is great, one is not. So the Gemara says, the Levona, when he saw that what happened here, came to God and says, you cannot have a king with two crowns. So God said, go ahead and diminish yourself and you become the smaller one. So yes, we'll have a king with one crown. We'll be the son. And then God says, this is where we say, God regrets and says, bring therefore a carbon or a shchidosh to atone for me for the diminishing of the moon. This Gemara is the foundation of pages of Kabbalah and definitely Chassidus. There's a whole sefer called Shnei Sagdelim from Isaac Homler just to explain this, 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 this Gemara. Based on Chassidus. Because it's all about Malchus, basically. Malchus and Zah were on the same level. And Malchus came and said, so Malchus says, you diminish yourself. Now you're going to be Makabal from Zah. This is the root also of the Chet Etzadas, Odom Chava, everything rooted. It goes, the casualties go like this. Simpson Arizan is the first uh, tsunami. Okay? The, 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 the casualty of that is Shri Sakhalim. Shri Sakhalim, the casualty of that is Mir Tayyarech, the diminishing of the moon. And the casualty of that is Chet Etzadas. And the casualty of that is Chet Egel. And the rest is history. And we're here trying to deal with all those. But Simpson Marishan is the root of. If you want to find. If you want the real culprit, you got to go straight to the. I could. But I'd like to. Let me finish the chapter. And then I'll try to explain it all. Because I want to see where he's going here. So this is Lech Mayatis Asmi. Because this is now Malchus is going into Bia. Wow, this dense. Okay, it's another Mishnah. You know, the Mishnah says, Adam, son of Or sometimes the opposite. Right. There better be a, a tail of a, a lion than to be a head of a fox. So what does this mean? It means better to be a tail of a great people than to be a head of uh, fools. Like they say, who's who's a greater fool? The king of the fools. Is the greater fool or lesser of a fool than the fools? You could argue about that. You know, is a more fool? A, a king of fools? Or is he smart enough to be, you know? 
Bottom line is like this. So we say Reish L'Sha'olim, that's how Malchus already becomes the head. It's like Keser. Malchus of Atzilus becomes the Keser of Biyah. Again, we're talking only language here. I didn't explain that one. We have to explain it, but let's first. So that's what he's saying here. So the way Malchus is in Atzilus, it's still um, it's still a, a zone of the rise, meaning it's still a that's what Hashem said to the Levana. That in order for you to be able to be a racial shalom, to be a head to the fox, which is a lower level than the lion of Atsilus, in Biyah, which means that the creature should be Balikvul, finite and defined, you need to you need to have a diminishing and a concealment of the light. That's Lachiomaitis Atzmach. Legamri. Completely, uh, complete concealed within itself in its core. To the extent that it's only one point, and that's called the birth of the levana. It's birthed when the levana is in the kuda. That's malchus in biyah. And then it can become a market, a root, a source, and a head. A head to biyah. So, the, so based on this, is not really a punishment. It's actually the way it was meant to be. That Malchus, in order for you to go downward, you got to diminish. Because the real meaning is, what, what was Malchus saying? You think Malchus was jealous of being a king and wanted the son not to be? Malchus was saying, if we're both going to be kings, who's going to bring the energy into the next levels? You have two kings here. So God said, oh yeah, okay, good point. You're the one. You become the... It's like both students of being by, sitting by the great Rebbe. And, and say to the Rebbe, hey, two of us, two people can be this. He says, okay, so one of you has got to bring the message there. You go. That's what Levon is. At the end of the day, Levon is greater. Because ultimately, Malchus is the ultimate Malach, higher than the sun. It's true. Malchus will because Malchus has Kesser in it. Malchus goes lower, but it comes from higher. It's not for right here, but uh, anyway, that's the point here. And that's why also as it becomes a, a, a part of Biyah. Now Malchus starts developing in Biyah. The sun, the moon starts growing. But how is the next Rakhmanikudlagabatzilis? But all that is still only an akuda. Compared to Atzilus, the moon, even a full moon, is a uh, is a point compared to the sun. It's only a moon. Right. Okay, so what we have now is he just explained at length the second interpretation. Yeshlem, he's, he's going back now to say, because there it's also an akuda. And Yaakov now wants to change that. What's he going to do? Yaakov is going to do, he's going to take this nakuda as it's a biyah and makes that into a matzev. So that's the second interpretation. The first interpretation till here was that the Nukuda is Malchus and Atzilus. And compared to the rest, higher than Atzilus, it's a Nukuda. And there Yaakov makes it into Matzev, into Apatzev. Here he's saying the same thing, but now in the lower level, in Biyah, which, which obviously makes it Gishmak in a way, because Yaakov actually entered into Biyah, into the domain of Lovan. Remember we said before that he entered in, that in the level of Lovan, he already, he's cha- right, and what he said before, that's why he was able to stop Lovan, because even there, the say of Hadraga called them Lovan, before, them she speak Lovan, Sagal. So that makes it even more, in other words, the deeper you go into the Elam Haza, the more, the bitter it is. Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay.
Now in this, there's two levels. It's a very dense, complicated chapter, to be honest. But uh, we got to go through it. And now in this itself, there are two levels. Ha'echod, or achas, etzem b'chines ha-malchus, v'hiyan akudu d'malchus. There's the core level of malchus. And that's the point of malchus, shebikas, that pierces, v'sheveres, and breaks, as parsa. It pierces and breaks through the curtain. V'yeredes b'reish ha-briya, and it descends and becomes the head of Bria, Shanasis Bhinis Atik Libriya. And it becomes Atik, like Kesar, Atik of Bria, Kumeshikosbaitzhaim Sharm Zayam Pedakalov. Vyashlaiman in parentheses. The Zelshakosov Era as Adnai Yeshivalakise. And I will see his God sitting on the on the throne. What's this? The kisya covered who kachab kesachach mabina, the glory, the cloud, the the kisya, the throne, the the throne of glory, meaning the divine throne, is kesachach mabina of bria. Shabbatecha within it is lapshus pchinus nekudes hamalchus from from matzilus. So zeh shem adnei. Okay. So adnei yeshiv ala kisya. What's adnei? Adnei is the last yud. Of the Malchus of Natsilis. And it's Yeshev, it's sitting on the on the on the kisei, on the throne. What's the throne? because it became Atik, of, of Bria. Uh-huh. Man alive. Now I want to just see one thing, because he spoke about Kisei. Remember beginning of chapter Kuvov, he said, Evan Sapir is the Muskisei, Kama Evan Sapir Evan Tev. Kamar Evan Sapir the Muskisei. Kisei is Keskos Aleph. Okay, it's not connected. I just thought maybe. Okay. Fine. So what do we have? That's level one in Malchus. And even this level, and also this level, is concealed in Bria. Like he says, So what do we have? This is Malchus itself. Is an akuda that pierces through and becomes kesser atik of bria. Mr. Tadis, the loss of bria would be nullified, right? It would come back. In other words, is it still the malchus of Attilus? Still the higher malchus? It's heaven. I don't know what you mean by heaven. One second, one second. Vabez, the second thing now, he says there's two levels. Pchinis is pastus harasa, the expansion of its reflection. Husabab pchinis is slapshus mamish bibia. This does not conceal. This comes in a complete enclosement. Completely manifest the power of the creator in the creation, the power of the crafter in the craft. And this level comes in a complete concealment and hidden in the garments of Biyah. Yeah, but it maintains its kachab. That's it's it's still kesser. It's also concealed. I'm not sure why he's telling us about these two levels, but I see the next chapter is Aveda. That means we still have to get back to uh, Yaakov. So it's, it's in the middle of the, the, the plot is not over. The story is not over. What I would say is, let's just establish where we are. He's spe- spelling out the Evan. There's two elements in this Evan. Not, but not the Matzeva yet. He's not even up to the Matzeva. So we have the first interpretation, Malchus of Atzilus. Is an akuda that needs to be expanded, 
Partsuf turns into a whole full-bodied entity. That's through Yaakov. Then there's Malchus as it goes down into Briyah. Here, it's also, it remains in the Kud. Even its Partsuf is in the Kud. Its whole entity. The Chachma being everything in it is now in the Kud. Compared to its source. Okay, and that's what the meaning is that 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 uh, diminish yourself. You know, it was the Mail of the Levana, the birth of the Levana. So even as it becomes a head of Brayatsi, it remains in a kud, a stone. It's only a stone. He's explained this stone has two dimensions to it, this Evan, this Malchus. One, how it pierces the first stage. It's like two stages. One, the first step how Malchus pierces and enters and becomes the crown of Biyah. That's also concealed. Still in a kud compared to Atsilis. But it's a higher level. Because it's still the head of Atsilis. Then it continues on, it spreads out now. And Malchus gives its energy into the whole Bria, and there it completely encloses itself. It's basically like Makif of Bria and Pnimi of Bria, if you want to put it in different words. So the Evan, basically he wants to explain that the Evan that Yaakov came to touch is the, represents the whole Bria. Both the Makif of Bria, both the Kachab, the Keser of Bria, and the Pnimi of Bria. That's what he's basically saying. And he's going to turn all this into a Matseva. Right, he is, by the way. He's going to speak about that, for sure. About pouring the oil, anointing it. He says it's clearly, I'll show you, it's in... Uh, it's in... Um, here, by the way, till chapter 112, we don't get back to this. So all this is concluded two chapters later. So he's really gone off, you could say, I don't say it's a tangent, I think it's all the levels we're speaking earlier, but through the story of Yaakov and, and Lovon. And, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll come. let's do the Kitzer. Okay, Kitzer. The Yaakov was a Matseva Kalim. Yaakov made a Matseva, which is containers. Now it says, Matseva in the Isis Shein Kalim Le'erasechu. Not a parson. Is communicating something in a in language. Uh, that, that that's that's more Evan Sapir. That's more like Kalim Evan Sapir. One second. Okay, yeah. The Matseva is still a level of Kalim. That's the point here. That's the key. Remember, I spoke about Evan Sapir. So he spoke about Kalim Levushim, and then Lavan Levushim that are become a parson that become the Gal. Basically, it goes like this. There's Iris, well, there's, well, there's Atmos, Er Habligvul, there's Der Hagvul, there's the Er in Atsilis, there's the Kalim in Atsilis that are transparent channels for the Er, and therefore re- re- reveal the root of the Gvul, and they reveal even the root of the, the Bligvul, all the way to Atmos. Then comes further down. After Kalim come Levushim, but there's healthy Levushim of Kedusha, Parechus, the curtains in the Besamigdash, 13, that, that each one has its role. And they right, they reveal what they have to reveal through concealing, but it's more concealment than the containers. Then comes a love on the clipper that takes the those parsayas and says, you know what, let's seal it up and not let anything flow, flow, flow through. Yaakov is coming and taking the the malchus, the kalim of Atsilis, or even how it enters into biyah, and he's turning it into a partsuf, meaning that it should be a matseva, should be a transparent channel for the air. That's the point. So that's the Evan Sapir. 
That's what he's saying. Okay. So is, is, he, is he making his own pathway or, or, or bypassing, or is he going through Lovin? He's doing it with Lovin. He's doing it in the world of Lovin, yeah. The world of in Me'ere Er, it says, the Evan is a point. And the Matseva, the marker, the monument, is a configuration. Nekudas HaMalchus begins Kesemalchus. The point of Malchus is Kesemalchus. V'shar Shema'atik, here's the long parentheses in one line. It's rooted in Atik. V'yashlem Shazah begins Ayin Shenetel Batzilis. It's rooted in Atik, and we could say this is the Ayin, not the Yesh of Chachmeh, the Ayin Shenetel Batzilis. So it's a level of Ayin. For us, Matseva begins his Galus HaMalchus. Ayadeh HaMshachus Eredelion. And he made it into Matseva by the revelation of Malchus. Through drawing down a higher energy. V'yashlem begins Pnimiyas Atik. Not just Atik. From Pnimiyas Atik. Pnimiyas Radla, like he said. So this comes from Pnimiyas Atik. Oi, B'derech Klal M'shedu Shemokar HaMalchus. This is not said in the chapter itself. Or in general, from the root and source of Malchus. What? Not necessarily from the Pneumius. This is the uplifting of Malchus. The raising of Malchus. We could also say the Evan, that the Evan, the stone, is Malchus the way it's in Biyah. And in this itself, there are two levels. One, the point that pierces the curtain and becomes the head of and of Bria. Second, it's extend, it's expansion of its reflection that enclosed the manifest in Bria The next chapter I see is on Aveda, explain this whole thing in Aveda, which will probably clarify some matters. But I just wanted to make the connection back to the Kalim. So the Matseva is the Kalim, not the Lavushim. That's good. So the Lavushim is the Parsa. That comes from Lovun. Lovun is connected to the Lavushim. So love and the alien is a healthy parsa because that brings down from Atzilis, from Kesar and Tatsilis. Love and Hatachten, the one the Klippa, he's the one that wants to diminish and conceal and seal it. So this goes back to everything we spoke about. This goes back. This goes back to all the levels we spoke about. So there's taking the world, taking it away from the power of Klippas, from the darkness of selfishness, aligning it, then aligning it to Atzilis. We're aligning it to the Kayach Gvul, the root of the Gvul, so we're aligning it all the way to the Bligvul, all the way to Atmos. That's the story. Okay, so we finished chapter 109. We did page 212 and 213.